What is going on, everyone? Welcome to the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy Podcast. I'm your host, Josh, here with my co-host. KG in the house. And uh, we're getting back at another episode of Mailbox Monday. So once again, if you're new to this podcast on Monday, we do Mailbox Monday where we you know, talk through some stuff. It's a little more laid back. And we will answer a few of your questions, which is always a really good time. And then on Thursday, you know, we do a topic-based video where we really dive into that. So we always like to start our Mailbox Mondays off uh, by just kind of going through a quote. So I'm going to go ahead and share my quote. And I actually share this with our 60-Day Shredders. And this is a quote, you know, my original transformation video on YouTube. Uh, if you search it, you know, it's kind of like me from 15 to 17 or 16 to 17 or something like it's from forever ago. But, you know, uh, the editor, we had an editor. It's pretty funny, like one <laughs> of my buddies. But he put this in. And ever since, I've been like, man, this quote fired me up. So I just want to go ahead and share it with everyone. So this is from Greg Pitt. Plitt, the if you know who he is, he was a really big, uh, you know, fitness aesthetics guy, motivational speaker, really, really cool dude, definitely an intense dude. And he actually passed away trying to do a, a photo shoot or something on train tracks for some fitness thing. And he actually got killed by the train. It's pretty upsetting. Uh, pretty sad story. But he was definitely very inspirational, crazy good physique, that guy. And this was his quote. And I've always kept this, you know, in the back of my head. And hopefully this will give everyone some energy. So here we go. If you guys are really wondering if you are burning out mentally, take a day off and go to your local hospital. Go to the cancer wing. Look at a four-year-old who won't ever hit their teenage years, probably won't ever see their next birthday. Go and see someone who is mentally or physically disabled or see when a soldier who just came back from war doesn't have legs anymore. Stare that guy down, look at him right in the eyes and tell them as you stand there with two capable legs that you are burned out, that you don't want to use them. See if that doesn't kill him right there because he would have anything to have that opportunity. Dude, that literally gives me goosebumps every single time I hear it. And it's it's a darker quote. I know it's super intense and people can be like, oh, it's a little too too much for me. But I think it's very important. You know, um, we have talked in the past about, you know, changing the framework from I have to work out to I get to work out. I have the ability to work out. And, you know, I think that's never been more true than now with gyms being closed and things like that. You know, it, it really shows you, you know, it, you don't necessarily know what you have till it's taken away. Once again, a big cliche, but it's true, you know, with the gym and everything like that. And, you know, for all of us who are able-bodied, you know, it's normal to be tired. It's normal to be demotivated. But I think if you kind of, you know, go back and look at this, really basic way of thinking and think wow like i'm blessed in so many ways you know i have two arms two legs like i'm so i'm capable of so much and it kind of encourages me this quote to really you know do what i'm capable of and you know really harness life and harness the life i've been given man if i if honestly i feel like if every person every day will read that in the morning like anytime you kind of have an excuse where you're like oh i don't want to squat or just like you know i don't want to go to the gym or i don't want to cook healthy you realize how grateful we actually are i think it just will shift our entire mindset and our, and our entire day. Um, I'll never forget back in high school when I went to a, a gym. Um, we had a gym membership where a lot of people, you know, had disabilities. And uh, and there was this one guy, so I was squatting, um, and he comes into the Smith machine beside me. And I was, like, probably about to quit. Um, I'll never forget this day. And he comes over with crutches, and, like, you know, he's, like, shaking and stuff. And then we'll just go, like, just drop the crutches, um, put something between his legs to kind of, like, support him, and then just starts going up and down with, like, you know, maybe 85 pounds or whatever. And I'm like, man, this guy is coming in here right now and literally destroying it and just putting in work and I'm here like complaining with an able body, like never again, you know? And it's just it, when you realize how grateful we actually are and you know, it just, it was eye opening. Like it just, it made me realize just, man, like stop, stop complaining about your, you know, your sore, sore little legs, you know, like, and, and get to work. 
Yeah, uh, I have, yeah, I have the utmost respect for people with disabilities that still crush it. And it seems like majority of them are doing that. You know, it's someone who is disabled is usually the happiest, hardest working person. You know, I kind of come across and it always humbles me. You know, it makes me kind of take a step back and go, wow, like, you know, I got to step it up here and really, you know, make the most of what's available. And, you know, that's what it's all about, too. And we all have our things. You know, we all have our, our handicaps and our strengths. And but at the end of the day, you know, you got to really just take what you have and get at it and have that best mental, you know, positive mental state you can and to kind of crush it. And even it was cool. One day we were at our um, our my university gym and these two dudes came in and I remember they were like deadlifting like 800 pounds and stuff. And I think they were actually on like the you know, the special powerlifting team or whatever, but, um, they were some monsters, man. And the dude was, I think like deaf and blind or something, but he was a freaking monster and it just fired me up. You know, I love when people have every obstacle in their way and they break through it and they still get it done. And that's what really fires me up. So, you know, I think there's just a lot of respect to be had for that. And, you know, I, once again, any, that, that transcends just, you know, physical disabilities. Like there's things like, you know, mothers, they have three kids and they're still in amazing shape. They're still crushing it. You know, shout out to all of you. Like I couldn't even imagine how hard that would be or, you know, even being a mother giving birth, right? Like you're giving away a lot of your body and putting your body through a very crazy time, you know, to give the, someone else a gift of life. So I think, you know, that's awesome. And a shout out to everyone like that, you know, people who are working long shifts, you know, first responders, all these people that are really hustling. But, you know, the point is we all have something. Some of us have more of a dramatic something than others and yeah. some of us don't. But, you know, you really just have to look at your situation. And it's so much better if you don't compare outwardly, right? Like someone could compare to me and go, oh, you have it so good. And I compare to someone, oh, you have it so good or you have it so, you know, that will do nothing, nothing but positivity, right? You don't want to take a victim's mindset ever. And if you can get rid of that victim's mindset, take your own, you know, life and your own opportunities and, you know, get at it, you'll feel better better than ever and you know if you can focus on the positives of what you can do instead of oh I'm so sore this is so hard I'm out of shape I can't do this I need to you know you're just really putting yourself in a trap so really once again encouraging people go from I can't to I can and just see how that changes things for you dang bro this is hitting hard man this I, we, before that's our thoughts I nailed it yeah, too that's your thoughts yeah before we, we film this we're like this is going to be the best episode yet and uh you know, that's, that's what we say every episode. So hopefully this maybe will be the best episode yet. Um, but my quote is, uh, by Michael Jordan. If you quit once, uh, it becomes a habit, never quit. Um, the reason I just want to bring this up is because I just started watching the Netflix documentary. I'm like four episodes in and I just think it's so inspiring. Like, honestly, one of my favorite things to do is to watch someone like succeed and someone who, just performs at a level that none of us will ever be able to understand. Like, honestly, every time I see him, like, take a shot, I just didn't actually know how good he was until I watched this. And, um, you know, he's literally the best basketball player in this entire world. And uh, it just inspires me every time. And um, the reason it kind of sits with me a little bit more is especially because of this 60-day challenge. The other day, um, you know, we're about, it was on a Thursday, we're about an hour and a half into our workout. And I was kind of like, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm, I'm done here. Like this is enough here. And then Josh, like we had two exercises left and Josh was like, you know what? Like I'm, I'm done as well. But if we stop right now, then other areas into your life, you kind of like, will just go to like 90%. Like you'll kind of cut it short. And so we finished those last two exercises. And I'm like, man, like he's so right. You know, like, cause a lot of times 
then maybe you go over your calories after and then to the next day you kind of sleep in and it just kind of adds up like if you just kind of like especially because I've been learning a lot about habits from the power of habit as I've mentioned like we just really have to make sure like to kind of create that consistency create that habit um, similar to you know a huge shout out to my client Mike Stokes lately he's been doing an hour walk every day he's been like peeling some weight and I said uh, you know like why don't you just you know take a morning off he's like if I do then that habit will just kind of go to me like laying in bed hitting the snooze button like back to it I just need to keep up that consistency you know never quit and just keep going you know and that's that's what it's all about is like when you do experience that time where you want to fall off or like you know quit or whatever it is like you just got to keep going and that habit will be ingrained you know I don't know if it takes like 21 days or 30 days like who knows whatever it is just keep going and uh and 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 you'll be there in no time yeah and you know that's exact and I know with myself and I know Khan knows with his self and I hated that and I wanted to stop, but I know the the second I think and even, you know, to what Kyle was saying with the, if you quit, it becomes a habit, you know, by stopping the workout early, I knew if I did that, you know, that could be instantly I'm taking away from some of my willpower and by, you know, stopping there, then eventually I'll go, eh, you know, maybe I'll just have this one cheat food, which is against the parameter of what we can do. Normally, once again, I'm a big fan of 80-20 and I do like 80-20, but I actually have felt probably the best I felt for eating clean. Like normally I, I really do struggle to maintain, you know, the volume powerlifting I am. Right now I'm deadlifting twice a week, squatting three times a week, benching three times a week, which is quite a lot when you are in a deficit, but I've actually, you know, felt really good with it. And I haven't done an insane cut or anything, but I have done about 10, 13 pounds, uh, which is, you know, solid. And I think eating really well and fueling my body with great food is really just being a precursor to me doing well. And, you know, when I take care of my food, then I take care of my sleep and it just carries forward. But on the flip side, like I said, you know, I stop three sets early, then I think that's normal behavior. Then I'll stop three sets earlier for the rest of my workouts for the whole year. And I'm going to look, you know, exponentially worse because of that. My mindset's going to deteriorate. Whereas if you say, no, I'm going to get done what needs to get done. I think it goes such a long way. And, you know, even the more I've read deep work, it's, not about working harder or working sorry it's not about working more it's about working and actually working like you know even for me when I'm doing my work you know sometimes if I can have a podcast in the background great but I think sometimes too when I need to just do work for an hour I just need to get at it you know focus and not mess around and you know even with my workout I'm usually pretty good with my phone but I thought like you know if I can really get everything done in my workout instead of spreading it out like I'll do my cardio later my abs later this that you know if I can just beast through it and get it done in a you know condensed time frame without wasting time of doing things in between you know I'm going to get more out of it whereas you know you start putting things off you feel worse about it you know that kind of carries forward and you're just setting yourself up uh, to fail and that is a really good quote if you quit once it becomes a habit I like it yeah man MJ is a freaking beast dude I just man just some people work so hard and I'm like like these guys are literally doing like just every single day like thousands of shots thousands of shots like they're in the gym the entire day and I'm just like you know what's an hour and a half workout for me like I can keep pushing you know just just keep going but even like um, yesterday for example, I had some Swedish berries in the house, like, and I was, I was tempted, uh, you know, once again, we're like two and a half weeks in, I was already at my calorie intake, I said, I'm literally like not going to have any sweets at all. And like, my first thought was, Oh, you know what, if I grab like a couple, you know, it'll, it'll make me feel good. And I'll feel satisfied. And like, that's it. But I just know myself. And if I start with three, first of all, that's literally going to do nothing for you. I know a lot of people do have this mindset, like, Oh, I'll just have a few. Um, and then second of all, I'll just end up having the entire bag anyways. And then third of all, you just end up wondering afterwards, like, why, why in the world did I do this? Like, like this literally just did nothing for me aside from like drain my willpower and just like allow me to give into something. And then even by me potentially having that, like, I'm not saying Swedish berries are the worst thing in the world, but like, 
when you're trying to stick to something, then I may have like even stayed up way past my bedtime to like 12 because I'm already kind of like feeling a bit like off and like, you know, just like demotivated and then slept in this morning. Like a lot of things do have a ripple effect. And that's why like, you know, just by trying to do everything you can to the best of your ability. And, you know, I'm not saying to be perfect, but just create that habit and the consistency, like, you know, everything falls into place for sure. So yeah. Um, that's kind of, uh, that was my quote. All right. For thoughts, you got anything here? Um, one thing I was just thinking about as well, especially with this 60 day challenge, we've been saying, Hey, everyone get outside, you know, move 30 minutes minimum or inside, whatever. Um, that's one of our, our biggest things. Um, but overall, a lot of people are looking to lose weight, shred down. And I, I'm actually going to film a video of myself talking and posting our, our group. There's like 90 members in there and I think they'll all see a lot of value. But at the end of the day, when it comes to weight loss, we need to make sure our you know, calorie, uh, basically we're eating less than we're burning. And I think like a lot of us can make a mistake and I've made a mistake, especially being a runner. You just, you end up, um, you know, a movement is great and it's great to do cardio. It's good to move. It's good to do that stuff. But if you end up doing so much where you end up feeling a lot hungrier and, uh, and, and you're burning, let's say 500 calories a day from cardio, but then you eat that back, uh, you, you, you more than likely will just end up going in circles. So at the end of the day, like a lot of people ask like what the most ideal cardio, it's just been on my mind lately. Cause like the more I've been trying to move just truthfully, the, the hungrier I've been feeling. Um, so I'm trying to limit it back and just at least understand, like, even if I do move this, like and go for a run, like this isn't something that's going to allow me to like, even if I burn 800 calories, I'm not going to try to eat a thousand back. And this is where I feel like a lot of people struggle. I know quite a few people personally who will just burn so much, but then like eat, even more back and uh it, it can be a pretty bad cycle and uh, it's something just to look out for yeah, yeah. i the number one mistake in general is i'm going to be fit today and then you know you go out you go on a run a hike a lift whatever oh i've worked out hard so i deserve to eat some extra food <laughs> and then like it's just a, a waste especially you know things that are more cardio based um you're literally just your expenditure isn't necessarily in terms of composition like you know, running, for instance, you're only going to get a little bit of work on the legs. It's not really going to change how you look positively. No. And then even like something like rowing, right? You're sure it works your back and buys and you could see composition change there, but it's not going to affect your chest, your shoulders. I guess it kind of does your leg. You get anyways. My point is like, especially, you know, with just going out and being active, it's great. It's powerful. But, you know, even your expenditure from activity is one of your lowest forms of ex uh, expenditure. It's actually the second lowest, you know, compared to, you know, your basal metabolic rates. Um, um, you know, things like, you know, your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. We've talked about this before. And once again, it can be a real trap because you think you move more, you eat more. Um, but if you do want to be in a deficit, you know, you need to move more and still eat less. And that's where it can be really tricky for people. And you'll, you'll see the mistake where people are really, you know, great at working out for an hour and a half, two hours, but they don't change their eating uh, whatsoever. And they stay the same weight and they just kind of have an odd look to them. Whereas, you know, at least even with and that's where it's a trap. If you move and you just eat it, you're basically doing nothing. Obviously, there's blood work benefits, there's your lungs, all those positives. But at least, you know, with lifting too and why lifting is so important, if you're not already doing, you know, a weighted um, like program or a bodyweight program, um, is it change your actual composition? So you're actually, you know, shaping your muscles, toning your muscles, developing your muscles, work on the flexibility of your muscles by putting them through their natural patterns. So that's why it's so important to do both. And once again, you know, moving, being active is one of the greatest things you can do, especially with cardios, but you do need to pair them with the other two things. Yeah. And even for myself, it's a, it's a battle. Like it's a constant reminder because I'm, I'm kind of getting like, as the weather gets nice, just addicted to running again. And I like, and this is for a lot of people who enjoy running, like as, as a 
past runner myself, like you need to realize that it really is not going to make you look good. Um, and I say this like based on if you just constantly run like and you look in the mirror and you lose 10 pounds, you're gonna be like, where did where did everything go? So I'm reminding myself personally to make sure I'm still strength training at least four to times, four to five times a week, uh, you know, pushing my limits like where I can and then adding on the running on top. Like it's, it shouldn't be a replacement. And I think this is where a lot of people do go wrong. Um, it's just like, they're like, Oh, I'm just going to go burn. I'm just going to run. And similar to what Josh was saying, like just resistance training for overall weight loss. Um, and even maintaining all your muscle mass is like the number one thing. And, uh, and if you love running, that's great. But just if you're going for like, you know, achieving a great physique and like getting abs and like maintaining muscle mass, it, you know, you, you have to be careful and find a good balance, uh, of course. So yeah, just, uh, some thoughts, you know, as we've been all just trying to move a ton and encouraging everyone to move a ton and just been kind of on my mind as well. So yeah. Beauty. Yeah, all right. Buddy. Next up, we're going to get into our client shout out. So I have shouted out this client in particular a lot, Corey, you know, and his wife, Aaron are absolute monsters. Aaron and Corey are just two people I'm very proud of. And the reason I wanted to shout out Corey this week um, you know, especially is we didn't show them out last week, right? No, I don't know. No, okay. I really hope I did it. I wasn't sure, but, um, the reason I want to shut him out is he's actually someone who's seen me, you know, he's done quite a lot of time with me, you know, he's, uh, really invested in seeing a complete transformation and we've actually bottomed him out on his cutting, which is awesome. So a big part of coaching comes into phases, right? So you know, if I looked at someone like Kyle and he's like, oh, I want to bulk, you know, we have to analyze, is this the best course of action for him? You know, we have to balance his physique goals, his strength goals, his athleticism goals, his health goals, you know, obviously with your wishes. And, you know, he came in and he really just wanted to shred out more than anything. And, you know, since being with me, I, we've lost an insane amount of weight. I'm trying to see um, what his initial weight is because he kind of had it here. So, um, I don't know. It's, it's been a crazy amount of weight. I think he kind of started in around 220 ish with me or so. So we did about 70 pounds. Um, I could be incorrect on that, but I'm pretty sure it's been 70 pounds, which is immense. Right. And he's done that, you know, in a very realistic time, we've been losing healthily and it's been great seeing them, you know, really develop their habits together and really come along with that. And now what's really cool is we're going to be pulling them out of it. So, um, you know, once again, it's all in phases, right? Generally, when you lose a ton of weight, um, you know, and obviously a we've been asked the question a lot, you know, if I lose uh, weight, will I lose muscle? And, you know, the sad truth is yes. Like it's just what happens, you know, unfortunately it's not ideal. It's tough. It sucks, but it's what happens. So right now that we've dieted them down, it's the next focus is going to be like we were talking about earlier, really maximizing that body composition. So you can see his transformation on our Instagram. He already looks amazing. He's crushing it, but you know, we're going to turn it up to the next level. So now that he's finished his cut, what we're going to aim to do is do a reverse diet. So essentially when you're deep in your diet and you've done everything correctly, you know, obviously there's tools and mechanisms to, you know, maximize a diet and maximize happiness during that diet. Um, but, you know, coming out of it, there's a couple different ways to approach it. And one of the best ways, in my opinion, is reverse dieting. I've had a lot of success with it. It really depends on the individual. You know, some people just shoot you right back up to your new calculated maintenance. I have liked reintroducing calories slowly. So we've actually added two calories this week and he's already continued to lose a How pound. How many calories, sorry? Pound and a half, 200. Oh, I thought you said two. I was like... <laughs> yeah, no, not two. That'd be, That'd I don't be hilarious. Like, what you'd get with that. Yeah, imagine. But um, half a carb. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so 200 calories and he's still continuing to lose weight. And he's like, what the heck? How is this possible? What is this wizardry? And you know, I don't like to promise weight loss on reverse diets or diet breaks because you know that's not their core function. The core function 
and especially when you diet, right? When you're deep, deep in a diet, and I'm not saying you've lost two, three pounds, but when you're deep, your body tries to suppress itself against weight loss to a degree, right? Because if it's losing a ton of weight, you know, it thinks it's dying, it's unsure. So it'll start to slow things down. Your testosterone, uh, testosterone your, you know, estrogen, your insulin, your T3, you know, obviously depending on what sex you are, right? But it will suppress these functions and you'll move less and your body won't work as optimally to try and curtail and slow down some of the weight loss. So once you bring someone down, you have all the, you know, you've leaned them out, it puts them in a better capacity capacity to gain muscle which is awesome as well then you reintroduce the calories and hormones start to you know kind of ramp back up again things like everything i just described you know you get this amazing formula for stacking on some muscle gain for looking denser and harder than ever before so you know i'm just really proud of him for seeing through the whole process because in my opinion it's easy to lose 10 pounds 15 pounds but to see it through and finish it up and be consistent for as long as being consistent is amazing and now he's going to reap the rewards of it but we're going to try to you know get him out of this to a healthy amount of calories where he can eat daily a day where he can enjoy you know a normal amount of foods not feel really suppressed look fuller and better than he ever has and you know that's what it's all about and that's what we do with people you know we take you your specific situation and then you know we create this plan for you and that is one of the absolute best things about coaching is having someone making a plan with you when you're not you know that who's impartial because uh, you know, even we brought him up as well before, but my client, Jeremy, you know, he came to me and he's 190s. Like, I want to bulk. And I'm like, ooh, you, you do not need to bulk, my man. You know, like, uh, and it's tough because it can always be hard for guys, especially, and, and for girls just the same. It's like, oh, you know, I, I want to be more muscular, but I, I want to be leaner. And like, it, it's hard to weigh all these things and do it intelligently. So that's where we come in. And, you know, we've been able to do some amazing things for him and, uh, and his wife and a lot of their friends now, which is so cool. So it's just great to see that ripple effect and we have some really exciting news don't we kyle we do it's finally back open baby um, oh let me let yes. me say the words ready everyone listen up summer special let's go summer special is back it's getting nice out here gyms once again don't hate us if your gym isn't opening up yet but we do know maybe you know 25% of our clients gyms are opening up we've heard a lot of them are so we just we want to bring this summer special back like you know we had so much success in this I believe truly took our online coaching to the next level by being able to get people to come in for a one-month commitment if you want to try it out if you want to see how it is you want to see if it's for you try it out for a month we will give you your money back if you're not satisfied but it is at a great deal and we're taking on how, how many do you think like five to start and then we'll go from there or well, let's see who reaches out who, yeah we'll see who reaches out there's you know, no if, limit if you give a good message and you make it happen you know we transition a lot of our business to be online and we know a lot of people are in some tough places right now like you know I've had a lot of people sign up with me that are like you know i just feel like i've lost myself and seeing everything you know open up has really triggered me back to reality so you know we just want to take this opportunity to help as many people as we can empower as many people as we can um and that's why yeah how, how can they reach out? So yeah, just go to our website, www.colossusfitness.com. There's the online coaching coaching tab um, and you can fill out a little, you know, probably three to five questions. I will say though, please leave a detailed response. Let us know where you're at, why you're struggling, why you want this online coaching because we do respond to the ones who actually seem like we'll be able to help you out the best um, and then also the most serious first and, uh, and we will give you that spot. Once again, I've always said, if you say, I need to lose five pounds and then like, really, that's it. I, I just want to hear more from you so I can put together a game plan and reach out to you 
better afterwards. And then also Colossus Fit is our Instagram. Feel free to send us a message there um, and we'll get back to you within 24 hours. Summer special. This is your chance, you know, to have your own online coach, someone who is fully focused on you. Weekly video check-ins, you know, unlimited access to our personal phone numbers. You can ask your questions whenever you want. No waiting for Mailbox Monday. Having us guide and set your macros for you, help you out with your nutrition, you know, make you a custom training routine specific to you, specific to the gym you have access to. No gym no problem we're going to take care of everything we're going to create that plan you're going to have that accountability and we can guarantee your success you know it's amazing what people achieve with us so we really hope you take advantage of that and so we can get you in the best shape of your life once again the number one way to do that is go to colossusfitness.com go to the online coaching tab and submit an inquiry Um, these will fill up very very fast especially because it's an amazing opportunity to get started for a great price summer special you know was a hit last year it was amazing to see everyone who took advantage of it i think Corey might have even been a summer special i think from last so too year. yeah you know like it's cool there's a lot of people that signed up last year that are still with us and just still loving every ounce of it so once again we hope you take advantage of that we look forward to working with some of you who are ready to get in the best shape of your life clossfitness.com slash online coaching we'll see you over there now without further ado we're going to jump into mailbox monday and one last thing i want to say all right is for Corey, man shout out to you that's amazing. And for anyone who's looking to do a diet, you know, having a coach is huge, but also just having a game plan afterwards. Like Josh made it obviously easy because he says, hey, you know, here's what we're going to do afterwards. Here's the game plan. But I think where a lot of people struggle is they, you know, they say they want to lose 30 to 50 pounds. They get there. And then from there, it becomes very tough because now you're down to like, let's say 1500 calories. You know, you will have a new maintenance at that current um, amount, you know, at, at your current body fat and stuff. But like the issue is, like, are you going to maintain that for the rest of your life? Or are you like trying to get a little bit like higher and enjoy some more foods and like reverse dieting is so amazing. Cause like, I believe, you know, it depends on the person, but if you can get up like a thousand calories to a point where you're feeling, you know, satisfied and you can go to eat again and you can go enjoy your foods, but you only put on, let's say like a couple pounds um, and you're still looking great and looking fuller and gaining more muscle, like that's huge. So if you are on a diet or a cut, um, you know, we always take care of you, of course. And I always encourage like, Hey, if you're signing up with me, like we need to think not only two months from now, but like six months from now, when you want to get out of this, like what's the game plan? I think this is where a lot of people struggle and, uh, you know, making it that far and then sticking to that reverse diet, I believe is very tough, um, especially because you want to eat everything once you're like, when your hormones are suppressed and you're shredded and stuff. But yeah, just staying the course is huge. And without further ado, just want to say that into our questions. Um, right, so, we got first? Uh, let's start it off with a little bit of fun. Um, Dean's been asking uh, a lot of questions via Instagram. He said, do you guys have any, f- any favorite tool tunes? Tool tunes are not bad songs, but songs you wouldn't get caught dead listening to at a stoplight with the windows down. Mine is, mi- mine is manly construction worker is Enrique Iglesias, hero, and Selena Gomez is bad liar. This is a safe spot. This is a safe place. Spill the beans, man. Um, this is pretty funny. I, I, I actually kind of thought about it cause I saw it come in and, um, I just remember one time I was driving to house league, like hockey. Yeah. Um, you know, I was just bumping, uh, I think it's just dirt, dirt road anthem by Jason Aldean. And I was singing it like so loud and you know, I'm just, I'm living my life, enjoying my time in my car and my buddy Jackson pulls up beside me. And I just hear him dying of oh, laughter man. and he's like, I booked you. 
you know, it's kind of funny, right? Like I, that, that kind of got me going. I thought that was hilarious. Um, I don't know though. What are yours? I'll, um, I'll see what mine are. Let me think. So it's, it's funny because like probably about two weeks ago, um, I've been looking for something that's not country. Like it's getting nicer here. And, um, you know, I've been looking for something that's not country, but not rap, like just something you can like kind of chill with. So I found, uh, you know, some people might chirp. It's called Boyce Avenue. They're like, they just do like, like cover albums or something like right, that. I don't even know what that is. Um, and yeah, if you look it up on Spotify, they have a bunch of songs and then it kind of brought me back to like, um, they did it in like a really cool way, but there's, there's so many for me, honestly, you know, like fast car or, um, or heaven, like, um, or, or, or that song, like, is that thousand miles or something like that? Like that song just bangs. Like, to be honest, there's, there's quite a few of them. Um, a thousand years shallow, which was from that song where, um, oh, I don't remember. There was that country singer, you know, if you guys are listening, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, but my, oh yeah. And chasing cars. Anyways, since I have a pretty intense loud car, um, and it's getting nicer here, I've actually been enjoying listening to this. It's just been pretty chill and like brings back good memories. So I've been like kind of struggling cause I listen to it and the windows are down and someone rolls up and they hear how loud my engine is. And then they hear me like listening to that. But I've just been embracing it. It's been fun, kind of fun just like, you know, banging out these songs. And uh, and these are my tool tunes, like Wonderwall. Like, there's a lot of cool ones, but blind, Blinding Lights. So basically, um, like, all the good old songs. Basically, all the and good old songs. And you just found some cover band. <laughs> and I found the cover band that just does it, in my opinion, like, a little bit better. No, I don't know. It's just... That can always be good. Like, closer. You know, it's just been, like, pretty chill. But, like, usually I'm, like, country all in or, like, rap when I'm, like, going to the gym. But it's been fun just to be, like, you know just jamming out and like i find myself similar to what you were doing like just singing at a stoplight and people are rolling up like just like what the heck is this guy doing but yeah that's just my thoughts there yeah i, I can't say i have anything i'm embarrassed with i think it's kind of funny like there's yeah. some songs that get me fired up that i think are hilarious like i really like uh, i always played in the gym and people are like what is wrong with you uh timber by kesha and pitbull it's a banger that song fired like here's the thing i can't say i like kesha or pitbull in particular but, like, when there's a good song, there's a good song. Oh, yeah. But I'd say the number one is probably a Nickelback. You know, um, I, I swear everyone loves to say they hate Nickelback, but, but they, secretly they likes them. But they low-key jam out to it. It's good. It's, like, I get it's not, like, the world's best music, but it gets me fired up. Like, I do like it, you know? And I don't know. I, I listen to a whole different array of stuff, but I've been challenging myself to do more and more, you know, like, actual... Um, you know, podcasts and audiobooks and things like that. And I mean, trying to use music as more of a tool, like when I lift to really get it. But I think the number one tune, you know, for like every white guy or whatever, you know, ever probably the anthem is Mr. Brightside. That's a that's a good tune that I'll bump here and there that I think everyone oh, likes. Okay. You know that song by the Killers? Yes, I, I I don't remember it, but I know I know it's. A I good would song. play it, but I don't. There, wanna, there are some things that I don't like, want to drive people crazy. Yeah. And I'm just like, ooh, like you just. It is funny though. Like I've never heard of this, but I'm like, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things I don't want people to hear me listen to. But that was a good question. That's pretty fun. Um, he did ask another one. I haven't had much of a reason before the summer shred to go shirtless. Any tips for chest and back hair? Like razor day, day of. Like don't do it. Isn't too itchy. Thoughts. <laughs> these are funny questions. I mean, these like, are very good questions. They're interesting, right? It's different than our usual. Like, hey. You know, is it better to squat or lunge? I remember when I was a kid, I have one buddy, Liam. We we talk about Liam a lot. Yeah. Dude is hairy like a freaking gorilla. It's disgusting. Like a lift. Oh, <laughs> he'll yeah. lift up his shirt and you're like, oh He's the my. guy I competed against in powerlifting. I'm like, bro, you need to get rid of that, dude. He like, is like, it is 
oh man i like there's hair there's a lot of hair there's like an excess amount of hair and then there's like a dude you have fur and that's where he's at Mm -hmm. but i remember when we were kids and we started first started lifting like it's kind of a known fact if you shave the hair off your body like you're gonna look leaner you're gonna see cuts better you're gonna see that you know and i think everyone has their opinion as to you know whether that's a a manly thing to do or not or whatever but you know we started doing that pretty early and we got like this nair stuff i know a lot of people recommend nair um and you like just rub the cream on and the hair comes right off and it worked amazing and then like i stopped doing it for forever and then i tried to use it again and it didn't work um but i remember nair was awesome but i don't know for me like i'm pretty lucky i'm not like i don't get too much hair like i haven't i've only recently started to get like a little small puny patch of back hair and like i don't really get hair anywhere else aside from like my chest and my stomach and i've just got in the habit of shaving it once again i just figure i work so hard like to look lean and to have abs and stuff so like probably once every two weeks you know i just shave it in the shower it takes like three minutes I don't know. I probably don't do it correctly. I just use a random razor. Super random question. And yeah, it is. I'm sure, uh, I'm sure if you ask the females about this, they'll give you all the hacks and tips to do it a lot better. But I don't know. That's that's what I've had luck with. And it, it is a fun question, right? It's part of, you know, bodybuilding, physique development, all these things, you know. And I think a lot of people would say, hey, who cares? Leave the hair. It looks better with hair. Like, I, hate I don't know. It, it's a personal. And that's the thing. I hate it, too. I just don't feel right. It feels weird. Like, uh, and especially in the summer too, I take any edge I can to actually like just feel less hot because it gets so hot out, right? Like if I can make myself in any way like kind of cooler, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I've had. I don't know. What about you? I'm never like, I don't know. My my chest, I've been really lazy, like just been letting a weird patch grow on my pair chest. Of chest hair. That's but it. uh, it's like the issue is I don't get like much. So it's not like I'm like, I, I'm, I need to, but I'm excited because, uh, you know, I just kind of got rid of all my facial hair. And then, uh, especially as I'm getting shredded, like honestly, when it comes winter, I, I like to go kind of like a bit more bare mode, but as summer comes, I'm excited because like, you know, you work hard, um, you know, I'm just literally going to just shave everything off, like from the chest to, um, to the, to the stomach. And I swear it will give me like, along with getting a tan, it'll give me like a, like a 2% loss, like in body fat, just from getting rid of that. And, uh, you know, even for competitions, you see everyone just will always like get rid of all the hair because it's going to make you look a bit more shredded. And, uh, for me, I don't know. I just use a razor and, uh, you know, put some aftershave or whatever on afterwards and it's a bit itchy and there's no issues there, but, um, yeah, interesting question. Yeah. And that's it once again though. But if you want an easy way to look a lot better, you know, obviously getting a tan, shaving some of your body hair, uh, you know, carbon up, like it's kind of like a good short term, looks super good at the beach. Uh, type of thing um once again these aren't long-term solutions but you know these are funny questions that people do ask quite often and like they do work so i don't know like to me i I just figure i work so hard i like to be able to see my shreds and like it's such a difference you know when you do have it and when you don't so i don't know that's kind of where i'm at but these are fun questions dean's been killing it yes yeah uh, i'm gonna leave a lot uh, he has a lot more fun ones i'm gonna leave it for for the next one because we have some more like fitnessy related ones get into the good get into the good stuff so um we were also asked um this was i believe all these questions actually came from um our facebook group like just when we do our weekly check-ins you know um the people participating in the shred just left uh left questions for us so one of them was what is the likelihood of losing muscle during a shred um and then i added this on to it um just to give you guys a bit of a bonus how do i maintain you know how do i maintain it all during a shred um so josh had already kind of addressed it like a little bit earlier on but um you know there 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 is a massive likelihood and i 
don't believe it's inevitable. Like, I don't think you can avoid this unless you start taking juice um, to loot. Like, you're going to lose muscle, like, no matter what. You know, I think depending on the rate that you're losing the weight, like, you can minimize it if you're doing, like, it a little bit slower. Um, but I believe, like, just by, you know, and this is the thing. These are the things, like, we're, we're both losing weight. We're both trying to maintain all of our muscle mass. We're both resistance training anywhere between four to five times a week. Um, intense, like, trying to push the compounds, like just keep the strength. Like that's one of the biggest things where a lot of people just like kind of just drop down during a shred and start doing like, like really light curls and just like won't do their squats or like their, their deadlifts or like their bench press and stuff. Like just making sure that you're actually keeping up, um, the resistance training and like keeping like a deficit. That's not like too massive. If you go from like having 3000 calories to like 1500 or like just a massive difference and you're losing like four to five pounds like consistently once again depends on your situation but if you're like just you know looking to lose a little bit of weight and you're just in a massive deficit and just doing endless cardio you're gonna be losing a lot a lot of muscle so i always like aim for around 1.5 to 2 pounds lost i've been doing a little bit less i've just been kind of you know not doing as well as i would have liked recently but that's just kind of my thoughts for maintaining all the muscle mass you know that was that was very well said i mean he nailed it like once again, you're you're in a pipe dream if you think you can lose weight without losing any degree of muscle. Yeah, it really sucks. And I'm not saying you need to lose a ton. And what's funny too is like you're gonna lose muscle; it's an inherent thing. But you'll look bigger if you do lean out. Like, yeah, it's just like you're essentially show showcasing things, right? Like, think of a big block of marble, and you know you kind of carve out a statue, and it looks beautiful. Like, you know, there's less marble; it's just it's shaped, and like you can see it. It's the same way with fat, you know, fat covers your body, you don't have striations, you don't have veins, you don't look as hard and dense, you know, and this is kind of what prevents that, right? And yeah, that's just how it works. So once again, like, don't get too focused on like, oh, I'm gonna lose all my muscle. You know, like the number one way you can lose a ton of muscle, in my opinion, is dieting way too fast. Yeah. So if you lose way too much weight, way too quickly, your body won't adjust and it's just gonna, you know, peel through. And the second is being in a deficit for way too long. And that's why I, I think the best thing you can do is not mess around. Like if you um, you know, you just, you diet kind of hard and then on the weekend you screw around, you gain it all back and you just keep doing this cycle for like a year. That's how you're going to pull a lot of muscle away, being in a deficit and then overeating deficit, overseeding, you know, you want to be as controlled and intelligent with it as you can. And that's why, you know, as usual, we really do recommend coaching, right? Like, cause we're going to take care of this for you. We're going to have you dieting on the most amount of calories we can physically have you on. Um, you know, really just promoting for you to have the best results possible and to do it as intelligently as possible. You know, that's what we're all about. And then I guess the third way I'd say you'd lose the most amount of muscle is by not weight training at all, as I mentioned before, but not having, you know, stimulus and pumping glycogen to all your muscles via hypertrophy. So for instance, the people that only do cardio and diet a ton, you're not going to look very good. That's how you can kind of get that quote unquote skinny fat. You look really leaned out because once again, you really, really, really do need that hypertrophy. I cannot stress it enough, you know, and I'm not saying you have to be a lifter for three hours a day, but even if you can get in there 30 minutes, you know, at least doing that, having some stimulus to the muscles and glycogen, even if you're someone who doesn't want to have a lot of muscularity, that will go a really, really long way. Yeah. And uh, just adding on, like, this is something that, you know, we just are so passionate about because, um, you know, we've heard a lot of stories where people, let's say, lose 15 pounds. And, uh, and, and similar to what I was saying before, like in my thoughts at the very start, um, you know, they'll lose 15 pounds, but then let's say 
half of its muscle and half of its fat. And then you look in the mirror and you're like, oh my gosh, like I thought I would look so much better. Whereas the other person who does it like with those tips that we've already like given, like just kind of in a controlled manner, like, you know, one and a half pounds a week, resistance training, you know, doing cardio, but not like excessive, like, you know, two hours of running a day or whatever. And then they lose, let's say 13 pounds of fat and two pounds of muscle. Um, who's going to look better like afterwards, like you're going to be a lot happier, right? Obviously it's not like about, you know, comparing yourself with other people, but you know, most people, when you work really hard and you're, you're doing literally everything you can and you're, you're in a deficit and you're starving some days, like you want to reach the end of it and be like, wow, I'm proud with how I look. And by maintaining your muscle mass, like that's, what's going to look good. You know, it's not, um, that's just the main thing is if you, if you can kind of see the striations and like there's muscle mass within your shoulders and your biceps and your legs, like you'll look really good and you'll feel really good too yeah and and it's the same point with um muscle development right for you to gain the most amount of muscle you have to put on more fat so you can be more aggressive with it you'll gain more muscle gain more fat and once again the most the best approach for people is to do it slow and intelligently and controlled um there are you know obviously extremes and different answers for different people um but these are the absolute best things to keep in mind of and once again more than anything you know i'm dieting right now i have no concern about how much muscle i'm losing you can't know it just is what it is it just science says you do lose it and for me it's not like i see a huge decrease in my physique when i diet down even kyle like he's gonna do a pretty big cut sure he's not gonna look as thick as he is but if anything people are gonna go man he, you look big you look bigger like once he gets 160 and he's gone like you know like 20 30 pounds all in um he'll probably look bigger than ever just because everything's gonna pop his shoulders are gonna look wider his waist is gonna look tighter right um so that's just what you have to bear in mind right and to me i just try and set a goal of you know, every year to look leaner at a weight heavier than I was the previous year. So last year I looked pretty good at 205 when I was pretty lean and now I'm 210 and I'd argue I look as lean if not leaner than I did last year at 205. I've been powerlifting, I've been really consistent, I've been eating better than I ever have and I feel like I've definitely put on, you know, probably three to four pounds of muscle and I know you're probably like, what? That's it? You suck. Like, what the heck? Um, bear in mind, it's very different for someone who's been lifting 10 years to someone who's lifting their first year, second year, you know, the first year, second year, third year, fourth year, you can get away with putting on a ton of muscle in a year. So those are the years you should do it even better, double down, you're kind of getting those new responses to stimulus. When you've been doing it longer and longer, you know, you're lucky if you can put on three to six pounds of muscle in a year, you got to work really hard for inches. Um, but as you get better, that's just the price you pay. I love it, man. That was a really good question. Um, another one we had was, is it just calories in versus calories out or how much does fat or carbs I'm consuming really impact my results? Um, so, I mean, this is a great one. I honestly have, you know, stopped really inputting carbs and fats into like just my clients like spreadsheets. I just truly believe, and this is, you know, we've talked about it before, but I do believe that a calorie deficit is huge. You know, we always pretty much give the calorie range like to start off like, hey, you know, you can have 18 to 2100 calories um, with like a bare minimum amount of protein and then carbs and fats. You know, after a couple weeks, there are some people where I'm like, you know what, I'll assign you carbs and fats, but I find that they're so interchangeable um, to be completely honest. Like as long as you do have everything else nailed down, whether you have like, you know, more carbs or fats, like within your ratio, um, you know, if you're hitting your protein and you're hitting your calories and you want to evenly distribute it however you want, that's no problem with me. Um, I do like though that there is a bare minimum. Like if someone is having 20 grams of fat and they're a female, I need to say, Hey, listen, we need to get you above 50 or whatever the number is based on their goals. But I don't believe that there is a massive, uh, difference in, in the fat and carb distribution for overall results, uh, for anyone to be honest. So 
Yeah. yeah, so calories in, calories out pretty much is what it is. Once again, that there's a million nuances, but for 9 out of 10 times, that's the simple answer. Now, once again, there's always exceptions to the rule, and people will go, I'm that exception. I'm dieting. I'm not losing weight. You know, once again, too, you have to ask yourself, are you truthful to your diet? You know, are you logging absolutely everything? Is your activity what you think it is? And that's why, you know, we always say it depends. It goes past so many factors, and there are no, there are no absolutes. I can't give you specific numbers to just say, hey, eat this, you'll lose weight. Like, it needs to be very, very individual to the person, right? And that's why we do online coaching. So we can work one-on-one with people and ensure they get the best results, give everything you need. So, you know, it takes all the thought out of it for you. Um, But fat and carbs have the rules, you know, people can have sensitivities to them. They can do better with things, you know, depending on how serious someone is, I'll manipulate them or, you know, and even like Kyle said, I find protein calories is the easiest way to get into a diet. And, you know, for eight out of 10 people, that's all you need is just protein calories, right? Fats and carbs, for the most part, are very interchangeable. You know, they're both energy units. They both have their thing. And a lot of people go, oh, carbs are horrible, or oh, fats make you fat. That's not the case. Um, They're both completely fine. And if you have a diet heavier in one than the other, nine out of 10 times is okay. You know, it depends if all of your carbs are coming from sugary, simple sources, that's not going to leave you feeling full or energized. So you might want to watch that. Um, And just the same with fat. If you're having, you know, 100 grams of fat, and it's all because you eat, you know, grease and mcdonald's and oil all day that's not good either but even me like in the past i've had more of a moderate split now i've been doing a little bit more high fat just because i love peanut butter i love guac i like those are just the two things in particular i eat quite a lot of and because i like them you know i've just had a little bit more with that but i still feel completely good um whereas some people you know they want a ton of carbs and that's how they feel the best and they just go ham on that and that's cool so for the most part they are very interchangeable and you know, to go back to the hierarchy, we always do first and foremost, most important thing is calories, then comes protein, right? And then comes, you know, carbs and fat intake, if even, and then comes, you know, like meal timing, then comes supplementation, like all those other factors are so, you know, like, after the thought of, you know, like protein and calories. Um, So just get your protein calories all the way down, get your training right, and you'll be completely fine. Yeah, even for me, I remember back when I was like, just trying to get you know shredded a couple of years ago i remember i was just i'd have like way higher carbs than fat like in terms of the distribution now i find myself having just like significantly more fat similar to you just like enjoy the peanut butter enjoy the guac enjoy the um you know just the different things that come with fat and i always say to a lot of people like and that's why at least i'll wait a little while like if they do want the carbs and fats you know to be kind of you know given that's no problem but it's nice to also know like what are your eating patterns and like what kind of stuff like even your ethnicity sometimes like if you're someone who you know is italian and you guys do typically have a lot of uh you know a lot of carbs that's obviously totally fine um but it's it's kind of tough just to be like hey you can only have this much fat and carbs and you know as long as uh, once again you're hitting the calorie intake and the protein like it's it, it take into your lifestyle as well like what's easier to kind of like consume while staying on track and you know we've always said the diet that you can do on any day even when it's completely stressful and chaotic and stuff is the one that you're going to follow adhere to the most therefore see the best results long term so this is a really good question though that was an awesome question what's um, next is there oh whoa, this is beefy actually i know it is that's All right I, but you know, i'm like this could be our longest one <laughs> okay let's do one more then this oh my gosh i, I just know it is in. i was like it's probably about 45 it's minutes good so though far. we've been chilling hopefully yeah, everyone's chilling listening fine. that's my favorite podcast when i'm learning yeah. but it's not like super super intense you know yeah. we've been liking doing the, the shorter thursdays because you can like kind of take the info and 
really apply it, which is super, super cool. But yeah, you know, it, it really helps having all these great questions. And, you know, we got a lot of them from the group. Summer Shred is going, you know, amazing. People are absolutely crushing it. And that's always been a bonus too. So is there one that just uh, stands out to you in here? I know we have like eight different questions. Um, Let me take a look. Let me something take... that, you know. Oh, I love this one. one. What should I do if I can't get enough protein in with my daily Ooh, meals? I like that. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Does everyone have a pen and paper out? You guys are going to need it. This is a this, big question. This is going to be, okay, this is going to get a little technical. So if I leave anyone behind, I'm sorry. But once again, the answer to what should I do if I can't get enough protein in with my daily meals? So here's what you're going to do. Oh. You're just going to get enough in. That's it? That's all it is. You're just, just going to do all, it. That's it. This, I just, I get, this question I get asked all the freaking time. And it's the equivalent of what if I can't work out? It's like you need to work out. And, you know, I know it's it's easier said than done. Yes, but you just need to see these things as non-negotiable. Like protein is a powerful and healthy nutrient. You know, it, you need to find a way to do it. And especially if you want to see amazing physique progression and to really, you know, enhance muscularity and have development and improve your energy, improve your satisfaction with food. If you want all these things, you have to do it. And I, I know it's tough if people have been eating, you know, jam and toast their whole life for breakfast, um, getting zero protein in, but you need to find a way to pivot that, you know, maybe you have some egg whites with it, or you make a Western sandwich with some cheese and get some more protein there. But you really just need to do it. And that this comes down to where you have to be honest with yourself. Do you actually want to see great results? Then you're going to alter your diet to get a little bit of protein in. And, you know, especially when people first sign up for coaching, it amazes me and them how little they'll have, you know, some people 20, 30, 40 grams a day, especially when you're eating simpler food but I see people struggling with it all the time and at the end of the day it's tough because I know it's it's really just on you to get it in you know for me I just my understanding of what I do personally is I make sure every meal I have it consists of protein especially when I order out like and it's tough but like you know when I order out I want to make sure I'm at least getting 20 to 50 grams of protein in with that meal otherwise I don't really see the benefit of it so for instance breakfast you know I'll have that protein powder in my oatmeal and then maybe after the gym you can have a scoop of protein your smoothie you can have protein in you know I'll do chicken and rice easy I made lean grass-fed ground beef uh, bell peppers like you want protein to be a staple of all your meals and there can be a million examples but you know just make sure to get in a little with your breakfast a little with your lunch a little with your dinner then maybe have one scoop and you know it'll be completely manageable and doable and you'll see the best best positive changes because of it it's such a powerful nutrient it's really important to do it but you know and it's a very black and white answer but it is what it is it's the same with working out if you want to look great you have to do it like it sucks but you got to find a way to make it work yeah and i do understand like um you know that's a that's a great answer it really is truthfully simple um, but it's a matter of just you know being honest and actually sitting down for three minutes of your day and being like hmm what has protein in it and is low carbon or not low carbon, low fat, but that's not going to take up my whole, you know, macronutrient or calorie uh, intake for the day. And I do understand, like for me going from, you know, 3,500 calories down to 2,400, I'm going to have to actually sit down and plan it out because when I'm having 3,500 calories, no matter what I eat, I'll always hit my protein intake because just from little bits and pieces of like what my daily habit and my daily eating routine, I'll get there. But when you're actually on a deficit, you will have to be like, hmm, like what can I do extra? So for me personally, lately, as I've decreased my calories, it has been a little bit harder, but um, I've had to make a couple different changes, such as instead of one scoop in my morning smoothie, I'll do 1.5 scoops. Um, instead of, uh, instead of like I'll have, um, instead of just snacking on random things, I snack on a protein bar. Um, you know, these are very simple things that you can all do. Buying Greek yogurt, I bought tuna recently. And then the other thing was I just, um, 
I just grill up um, like six chicken breasts on Sunday. So then during the week, like before bed, because I've been getting sick of protein powder, I'll just have one chicken breast with a plate of um, cucumbers with cinnamon, cinnamon. Like this is the weirdest combo ever, but it just works for me to help me get more protein in and feel full after. Um, so even just cooking up the chicken breast and having one every single night right there is 30 grams and boom, you're good to go. So just actually being proactive and planning it out, like we always say you're never going to hit your protein intake if you just go about your day. Um, but if you actually mm-hmm. like think, hmm, like what can I do? You're going to have to step out of your comfort zone for this one, especially if you're used to like Josh said, like just having, you know, uh, you know, just uh, waffles for breakfast or like the, the toast or whatever he said. And uh, yeah, it's just so important. And, you know, I, I'll give some tangibles, too, because I didn't just want to say just do it. And I know everyone's situation is different, but my best my top tips are one, you know, find high protein foods. It's going to help you out so much. So, you know, learn learn what high-protein foods you enjoy in your diet. Greek yogurt, egg whites, protein powder, chicken, um, beef, turkey. You could go all day. Um, almonds, you know, kind of peanut butter, like whatever. Anyways, you know, find find your core foods. Find your supporting foods. Really try to maximize them. Second, Kyle's amazing tip just there was to actually plan it. Uh, you can't just expect to hit it. At the end of the day, you will find you are never close, and you're not going to scarf down 100 grams of protein last second. So plan ahead. You know, really look and start to plan it out. Maybe you dummy a lot of it in the morning, or you know, and kind of work on it. And number three is don't just rely on protein powder because you're going to get sick of it. Oh yeah. You know, I only have one and a half scoops a day, and I eat 240 to 260 grams of protein each day. It's very doable. You just need to find different things. And, you know, for me, like I'll have my core source, which could be like a protein powder or something like that. And then, you know, peanut butter, which isn't necessarily a high protein food. It just has some protein and I'll combine that with my core food and then I'll have a nice carb or fat with it. And, you know, you can easily kind of maximize it out. And then four is prep for success. You know, I've been prepping more and more. I've been cooking more and more and having a lot of fun and challenge myself with that. But, you know, by having all these foods accessible, because when you get starving, that's when usually people will slip up. But for me, it's like I always keep chicken, rice, vegetables, corn, like a burrito bowl type thing in the fridge. And if I'm dying, I just go grab it or I make myself a smoothie, you know, and I know I'm getting a bunch of protein in. I have that always available. You know, it's constantly at my disposal. And, you know, that's just been a huge benefit for me. So those are definitely my top tips. Yeah, just having it like always accessible um, is is absolutely huge. Like, you know, just for me, I love protein bars. It's just really easy. And then just at any given time you go to the fridge. Oh, there's protein ready. You can crush it. And uh, even for me yesterday, like midday, I was just so hungry. Like the diet was starting to catch up to me. And and then I had six chicken breasts already cooked up. I tossed two in a plate with a bit of rice and then boom, like there you go. It's uh, it's just a matter of, you know, just being prepared, because if you're not and you just you know, order Uber Eats or like do something random, like you're going to get maybe 10 grams of protein depending on what you choose. So yeah, this was a fun one, man. I like it. This was a great one, you know, and once again, if you can and you have the time and you're willing, you know, submit your questions to us, uh, DM us on Instagram at Colossus Fit. Also follow us there. We're always posting great content, great tips, you know, some additional things you can check out. Uh, You can always check out our YouTube too, Colossus Fitness. You can just go on YouTube, go to our website for coaching, colossusfitness.com slash online coaching. And as always, if you can leave a review, that also helps us out. And then most importantly, if you love the episode, share it to, you know, your Instagram story, your Facebook page, anything like that, because you can get more people, you know, kind of listening to our content and enjoying it. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Anything to add? No, man, we appreciate you all. Uh, We're excited to help you all out with this uh, summer special. Last year was a hit. We're just honestly so pumped that we can take on more people. Oh, let's go. It's going to transform some lives. Let's go. It's going to be awesome. So excited. 
See you then. Peace.